0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Village. We are so excited to be here again with Lenny. She hasn't left. She's with us. Yay! We're on part two on Entrepreneur. Oh, I know I said it wrong, but just go with me, Entrepreneurs. Okay, my name it. is oh, Gisberry Ramos, and I'm here with my ladies like always Kira Kelly. Hey, Village. And Kristen Scraggins. Hey, ladies. And Lenny Froeltret. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> I'll take it. And we're on part two of this awesome episode. Um, If you haven't listened, to part one, just stop right now and go back and listen to part one, because she has some great insight about all of you business owners. But I'll leave it with Kristen so she can share a little bit about what we talk about and what we are going to talk about.
1: Lenny, we so enjoyed hearing from you in the first episode. And one of the things that struck me was just how your faith in the Jesus guides your practices. And so you talked about being a mom and how that takes first priority and how you've had to get some help because you needed to step back a little bit and how even how you've dealt with people that have not been kind during your business and how Jesus just really gives you the power and the insight to do this in this season. And so I'm I'm excited to hear more about your business and how... You work out your faith and your priorities through all of this. So let's just get started with part two. So being a mom and a Christian entrepreneur, you already talked about this a little bit, but it's challenging, I'm sure. How do you manage your time and maintain a work-life balance? And before you answer that, I just want our moms to think through this in, in their life practice. So most of us aren't going to be entrepreneurs, but this answer that you give to this question really is going to apply to all of us as Christian women. So how do you balance whatever task you find yourself in, in your case, being an entrepreneur and being a mom? How does that work? Yeah. So great question. I ask
3: myself that all the time. <laughs> how does it work? I think one of my friends a couple of years ago said something and it made me think. She said, gosh, she was helping me make the elderberry and seal the bottle. She's like, I could never do this because I can't start something until it's perfect. And I paused and I thought about that. And how many of us don't start things, maybe don't follow a calling, maybe we don't follow through because we just keep waiting For the kids to just be in bed on time, or for this, for our husband's schedule to align, or finally, maybe we're moving once we get there. Once we get to X, Y, and Z, we'll do it, right? And if you keep waiting, for all of that to feel right, you're never going to do anything, especially as a mom. I used to be the kind of person where I worked like in the quietness and I had my little nook and everything was right. And as you quickly learn, you have kids. You better get really good at that with babies on your hips, kids fighting in the back of the car. And that's been the the biggest the biggest help to succeeding in this has been kind of taking it rolling with the punches like I can't wait for all those things to be right I just kind of have to work when I can and so a lot of what I did also was when the kids went to sleep honestly and truly like there wasn't like a, a magical recipe it was like kids are in bed I was up till midnight like someone else I know over here yes <laughs> we're, we're called owls <laughs> if you go through our text messages I think it's like midnight and 1am yes. I'm getting photography from cheese yeah she's like I I knew you would be awake. I'm like, "What's up?" Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so that that's a really big thing kind of like setting ourselves free from that. Like we can't wait for it to be perfect. What can we do right now? What baby steps can we take towards whatever that goal is? You know, another thing that applies to like when I think about exercise, sometimes we can be all or nothing. Like I can't get my 45 minute thing in. I can't go to the gym, not doing anything. Right. (laughs) Yes. You need like your protein bottle and then like your, your, all this stuff set, or at least I can be like that, but they just did a study and they're like, if you can just do like 10 to 12 minutes per day, you're actually just as effective. So, so it's like Thank not you. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that.
0: And I, and I'm gonna put you on the spot really quick because we just had this conversation not too long ago. How about the we change definitions sometimes? You were telling me about the changes that were happening in your company, and you were happy but frustrated. But you know, you all, all this mixed feelings. You know, and and I ask you, I'm like, well, what's your definition of success? Because I think it goes ties along with what you said. Sometimes our definition of success is like. I don't know, to make it like as big as somebody else, you know, but when in reality, the whole time you're being success as a mom, you are a successful mom. The fact that you're a mom you are a great mom. You know, the world preaches something else, but the reality is like motherhood is a blessing and it's God's design. So I remember I was telling you, I'm like, what is your definition of success? Because to my eyes, you're incredibly successful. And sometimes we preach to ourselves so much negativity that I didn't make it as far as I could, I X, Y, and Z, when in reality, you have done even more. And I remember you sharing with me, you're like, you know what? In reality, people that actually become successful in what they think success is, something has died. They're either very successful in their business, but they actually let their family die. Or they're very successful in their career, but something else, you know, died. So it's how do you balance that successfulness? And can you
3: share with our mom
0: village about that personally?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I had it's a um, real struggle. It it really is. And I, I had this quote that I saved for a question like this because I just thought it was so beautiful. This is from a girl named Neha Roosh. She's on Instagram. She talks a lot about like moms and working and, and that kind of the question you asked. And it says, I resist the culturally induced urge to push myself to dream bigger. What if this is my big dream, to do purposeful work at a pace that lets me enjoy it alongside my family as best as I can? That will be my big dream. And I read that, and I think I felt a little convicted because sometimes we have like you said this idea if i just do this or if i can accomplish this and even at the highest levels of success or opportunities that we were faced with i still just couldn't wait to come home and be with the kids and my husband it's almost like god was like i'll give you a glimpse like here it is like okay here are these orders coming in here's this opportunity to do this but like tell me where your heart is and it was still home you know it was still and and it's kind of like convicting because we do seek these things out and we know we know it doesn't fulfill us right but we still do it we're women we're like if I just do this or you you keep you work so hard and at the end of the day it's that same what you've had the whole time your husband your kids the ability to be present with them to enjoy the little moments to look back and be like I was there you know and ultimately I think like that's like that's the grounding thing
1: so you you mentioned your husband I want to I want to go back to that because I do think sometimes the Lord uses our marriage relationship to kind of ground us a little bit and to kind of give, give us like a check-in. So what are some things that you do between you and your husband for, for y'all to communicate, Hey, things are getting kind of out of control here, or I'm frustrated, or I mean, as far as this balancing act goes.
3: So like I said, like staying mindful. So we do these checks with each other where I'm like, are you good? Yeah. Like, are you okay this week? Mm-hmm. You know, if I would feel my schedule like ramping up, and I knew I hadn't been able to just sit and talk with him, be like, "Are you happy?" Like, sometimes I have to ask him detailed because if you know my husband, he's like always happy. I'm like, "You're like a creature, <laughs> like <laughs> you're a miracle." And and we, I check in with him, and he'll tell me sometimes like he's like, "I I need today, like I need to kind of unplug and just like de stress," and or we like tag team. Like I'm like, "Can you take the kids tonight just for like bedtime?" I need to go and be alone and just like decompress and so we stay open that in that in that way and also like making sure that he's comfortable speaking that into our lives you know because sometimes our husbands are like can I talk to you right now (laughs) like is this a good time and I express to him like, hey, if this ever gets too much, like you just tell me, you know, tell me like, because this is first, right? Like it's, it's you and I in this. And so checking in with your partner and, and like remaining sensitive to that and ultimately knowing like we won't have any of this if we don't take care of each other.
1: Well, and I think, you know, part of that is we talked about in the first episode, being able to handle criticism. And sometimes we ask our spouse, hey, are you good? Mm -hmm. Are you happy? Are you okay? What's something that, feels out of balance, but we don't really mean it. We want them to do, we want to get the <laughs> credit we want to, it's kind of like, is, perfect. is this dress, does this dress make me look heavy? No, girl, you look good. <laughs> you know, we don't really want to know, yeah. but we have to give, we have to ask, and then we have to give them permission to tell the truth. And yeah, we have and, to be okay with the and, answer. Yeah, because, because we're, we're, what you said is exactly right, Lenny, y'all are it. You have each other, and even your children, as wonderful as they are, they're going to leave one day. That's God's design. And so, man, having this marriage relationship, checking on each other, giving each other permission to speak the truth to one another, that's that's really a great lesson that you're teaching us today.
0: Mm-hmm. So how about, have you guys found, like, a support system. And I'm not talking about in the business side. I'm talking about in the marriage side as a business owner and him that he has this profession also. He's uh you told us before, what is nurse, it? Yeah. Nurse practitioner. nurse practitioner. Yeah. And he's very successful at what he does. But so what, what is it that for our moms that are listening, what is something that you guys have found that has helped you as a marriage that you can share with us? It can be community. It can be mentors. What is it that you found
3: that has helped your marriage while doing business at the same time? Yeah, so a big part of my crazy personality is that like when I focus on something, I laser focus on it and like I can forget everything eating, drinking, <laughs> like I just go. And so I have to like be mindful of that and one of the things that I that started happening in the beginning was I was just I was doing this a lot. I was working at night a lot. And then when Aaron would get home, I'd say, okay, great. Now I can just go and like get in the car and do this account. So it was kind of getting really deep into it. And we learned fast, like we need to prioritize. So date nights, time alone, even if, if, if it means, you know, like for me, having all of the kids in bed at one time is really hard. I don't know if you guys can do this well. It's, I'm not good at that part. So like, I, you know, my husband was like, it would be awesome if like everyone was asleep by like seven 30 and then we can have time you know so prioritizing time together for sure which involves like work you know you have to have a sitter both of you have to be off work and and then there's times where you're just really tired like really and you don't think that when you're when you're dating or before you get married you can't even picture like being tired like right you're always ready to ready to go <laughs> and then you're married and you're like oh I love you but I just want to stay in my sweats <laughs> and um that's been a huge thing so those date nights that time alone and then like you even a weekend together occasionally, you know, like if thank god my mom and dad help a lot. So that's that's a huge thing though. Having someone to help with the kids and then you and your hubby have time. Family. We all we all have those extra mom village,
0: <laughs> that extra village that can help us. Do you have a question for us, Kira? Or that's me? That's you, girl. Okay, sorry, village. Okay, so <laughs> let's see. Oh, changes. Changes that you would like to see to further Christian entrepreneurs. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. I read that question. And, you know, one of the things that would have been really cool was if church had... An opportunity to connect with Christian business owners. Like okay. that would be
2: amazing. I, you know what? I've always thought that. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so when I'm looking for like an electrician and yeah. like we're in a church with what, twelve locations, thirteen locations. I'm thinking there has to be Christian <laughs> electrician out there. I don't want to open up not the phone book. Okay, I'm dating myself. I don't want to I don't wanna Google like an electrician. I'm thinking, you know, in the family church network, there has to be an electrician, there has to be a plumber. Okay, so we need to do a page that says Google church. Yeah, and I always and, thought uh, you Google know the church. Would be and and nice then to we support, find- you know, other Christian businesses within our network. Absolutely. Okay.
0: okay. Maybe the Mount Village will have a site. I hustle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm being Side very hustle. quiet. Well, because Jimmy's the lead pastor of this church, and anytime, anytime I jump on board with anything, it's like, but you see me looking at you? I'm oh like, <laughs> here's try. Jimmy. I want you to know I'm being faithful to what we've agreed. It's an idea. No, it's it is. A, idea. It is a good idea. It is a good idea. You're yeah. you're gonna mess around and have to be. You're gonna get put in charge of it.
3: You know? But yep. I yep.
2: think it will be so helpful for yeah. people.
3: Yeah, or even kind of like a quarterly like breakfast or something. Yeah. What, Businesses
2: come together and they they get a chance to display.
3: You know their. Businesses.
0: You know what's funny? Yeah. The ones
2: they're giving the ideas are the ones that have a business.
0: Yeah, you see, you <laughs> the wheels are the, turning. The, the entrepreneurs, they're like, I have nothing to give. They're get like, it, talk guys. to me
2: later. We'll talk about it at I the end of it. this episode. I love it. All right. So tell us. Okay. So Lenny, you have a business. You have a husband. You have three beautiful children. You lead worship. How do you stay spiritually grounded? Like, what do you do? Can you share with our village? Maybe not your routine, but have there been some, some devotionals that have just really poured into your life? You know, what 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 do you? What verses do you go to to kind of ground you with so many different things going on in your life?
3: Okay. I saved another quote for this. <laughs> this <laughs> is one of my favorite. I'm not sure who she is. Lisa Victoria, someone shared this and she wrote, no matter how hard we work to get it, it was still God that let us have it. No amount of work can supersede sovereignty. It wasn't the grind. It was grace. And let me tell you how humbling is that, right? Cause at the end of the day, like it feels good to be like, Oh, you know, I worked hard and I did this, but, but still it's still the Lord. That's like, I let you have it though. You know, like I, I still made a way for you to do that. So that's a really grounding quote in my mind. And then my favorite verse, which I always go back to, is "No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can conceive what God has in store for those who love Him." And that's First Corinthians two nine. That's always been like in the back burner because. If you think about it, like, what is love? Like, what do you mean, like, loving God? So, love is obedience. What is obedience? Sacrifice, right? It's saying no to something that you want in hopes and in faith that by you sacrificing that part of you, God will come and just blow your mind. And instead of us limiting ourselves to, but I want this, you know, kind of like her kids, like, I want this ice cream now. I'm like, well, I actually want to take you to a big Sunday shop if you can just eat your dinner, you know. And God's like, when you say no and you say yes to me, I'm going to bless that. And that's like something that he has always always been true in my life and so whenever I'm tempted to kind of veer from that I come back to that verse where I'm like it hurts it hurts to say no because what I really want is this but God I'm going to go back and remember like you have a plan you know what's ahead let me not get ahead let me wait and so those that yeah, that's always very very that's humbling good. too yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: and I think your husband preached about it past Sunday and Pastor Bernie Queto as well that it's hard to live a life in obedience, you mm-hmm. know, and our sinful self, we always run away from that. But it, it's God's way of pulling us actually closer to him because if we don't suffer, if we don't go through difficulties, we don't we don't realize that we need a savior.
1: Well, and you know what ultimately what we have to remind ourselves of is God is God is Going to give us glimpses of heaven here on earth, Mm -hmm. victories with our families, Mm -hmm. loving relationships of thriving business, Lenny. But ultimately what he promises us if we know him is a glorious future in heaven. And so sometimes we get caught up in the circumstances of life. Trying to balance everything and disappointments and all of this, and we feel like God has let us down. When the truth is, mm-hmm. God is making us ready for an eternity in heaven with Him, and um, so all these, all of these lessons point us to to that time.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So we still have a little bit of more time.
0: So tell us, what is the next step in your life? What is the next step for Lenny? Like not talking about business like lenny per se like lenny here like do you want to do more music in the future or do you want to learn a new instrument like what is the what is the next step for you
1: as- <laughs> hot seat lenny yes. oh, gosh, yeah. this isn't enough your business not enough not <laughs> what enough. Else are you gonna do we want to know
3: more you know we won't tell anybody uh-huh. <laughs> it's a secret okay no you know what it's been so busy like the last four years since this kind of took off the way it did with COVID. You and you can Texas, say that you just want to sleep. We all want to <laughs> sleep. We want more sleep. I got TV. No. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting a new routine down at the house that doesn't involve mom cooking gallons of elderberry <laughs> or like, you. you know, grandma coming in for a couple of days. Just looking forward to to establishing that you know new pattern, and my heart's always been you know with music and ministry. And there's people in my life that yell at me for doing the other things. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's always like, "Just waiting for you to come back to the you know worship ministry." I'm like I know, Dad, I'm done to leave. You know, so I I know when I zoom out, like God has this funny way. At least in my life where I've been doing these random things and it feels really random and disconnected. And a lot of times I'm like, but this isn't what, you know, like I did music for like 20 plus years. Like, okay, we'll make some elderly. But I know ultimately when we zoom out, you know, it's like a quilt, all these mm-hmm. random patches, it's mm-hmm. going to make sense. And so just, just following his lead, you know, I have a one-year-old, so I'm just going to follow her lead too. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> she just started sleeping. Oh, okay, so man. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Praise him. <laughs>
2: So, just kind of being home and and you know settling into that, not owning a business I was gonna that full-time. was my question so now that you have been successful in business, do you think there's another one inside of you? Maybe not right now, but you know. Well, you didn't, I, I mean, you I don't know if you've planned this. Yeah,
3: yeah. But no, I can't sit still very long. <laughs> it's not. A, so there may I really, be something. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to do. Honestly, Jizma's like, She's always down to make a business deal. <laughs> she's just like, always. what's next on the menu? I know. Yeah, it, it's just it's fun. It's fun, and I think it's like for me, it's like a natural response because I feel like I'm sitting on something. I'm like, but but God's given me this. Like, how can we multiply? What can we do? And so I like jump and. And something comes out of me. But I don't know. I don't know what's what's next. I a lot of people, my son's teacher, the sweetest teacher at school, she almost like cried when I told her I was considering like selling to a business partner. And she's like, no, but your kids are all going to go to school. Don't do it. Hang on. <laughs> she's like, it's a whole new phase. So maybe once Olivia goes to school you guys will see me again <laughs> <laughs> well that then, would be
2: great
0: <laughs> ladies if you have any more questions just send us a dm and instagram and we'll pass them to lenny and we i'm pretty sure she will love to answer any questions that you guys have it doesn't have to be in the same line of business but i'm pretty sure she knows the tricks for any problems that you guys are having right now but lenny thank you so much for being with us thank you for taking the time i'm pretty sure somebody's attending to olivia like you told us before <laughs> you have a village helping you with your kids so we want to say thank you to daddy and, yeah. and and the grandma and everyone that is helping but it's been a blessing you sharing your life and your experience with us and yeah we're gonna sign out and say goodbye you guys are ready ladies at the count of three one two three bye, bye. bye.